Live from the heart of Lincoln, America, welcome to Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. What is up, Nebraska? This is Running the Race with Zach and Guy, and we have a great show for you guys. We got Mason, a.k.a. Chuck Zimmerman, in the building. And uh, just to start things off, you guys can hit up the Sarter Heyman text line at 402-464-5685. This is a day the Lord has made. Zach, tell us about this beautiful man that we have over here. All right, Chuck, uh, so let's get us rolling. Uh, tell us about yourself, where you grew up, and how you got to Down, man. Yeah, so I'm a senior at Doan. I am from Wilbur, Nebraska. It's about 35 or so minutes from here. Uh, I did track all, I guess, four year, three years of high school. Senior year got cut short, but I kind of got to know Ed a little bit in February, my senior year. And then after having just one conversation with him, I knew Doan was the place I wanted to go. So. Uh, so what about that uh, conversation that you had with uh, Coach Fi was uh, special enough to make you just want to pull the trigger? I mean, just his demeanor and the way that he explained to me that I could not only get myself better as an athlete, but as a person really st- stuck with me. And which is why, I mean, it really was two days after we talked that I knew I wanted to come here. Yeah. So uh, Chuck here. Sorry. Um, that's what I'm going to call him because he is my roommate. Um. Chuck here, he does the heptathlon and the, the, uh, so the heptathlon's indoors and outdoors. He'll switch over and do the decathlon. Um, so he came in, uh, as a hurdler. Is that correct? Pretty much in high school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I came in and hurdled. I did a little bit of high jump, but once I got to Doan, I started hurdles. And then about October after fall break, Ed kind of just pointed me in the multi direction and just never really looked back since. So, yeah. So the joke. I guess kind of is, is we weren't really good enough to just do like just the hurdles or just the long jump mm-hmm. or the high jump. Um, so I know my dad uh, kind of thought that you would be somebody that would uh, take the time to get technically sound in all those events. Um, and now you're thinking about possibly taking your fifth year because things are going well. Yeah. I mean, last year was kind of a struggle because I dealt with a groin injury in that December meet we had, and then it kind of just lingered on through the rest of the season. But I think, uh, especially after Christmas break, I think things have really started to click. Uh, events have been going really well. Training's been going great. Been doing some great things. Uh, and yeah, I'm thinking just depends on after graduation, what job we can get, hopefully. But see about taking that indoor next year. So what are you going into? Uh, mechanical engineering is what I've been doing since freshman year. Uh, so I can't speak for everyone, but I know that being that's uh that's a tough thing to go into and then to stack it on top of college sports um what has allowed you to find that balance between being a mechanical engineering student um but then still having through our practices as a multi-event yeah i mean having those two three-hour multi-practices is pretty strenuous but i'd say just being able to find that balance between track and school is uh, it's definitely challenging, but definitely getting a good relationship with the teachers I have at Doan and just making sure I'm staying on top of my work really uh, just kind of helps me get through it. Um, I've done, I'd say, a pretty good job of like going into office hours, getting help when I need. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, just trying to stay on top of my work as much as I can. 
So, guy, I don't know if you knew this. Uh, Chuck's dad happens to be the sheriff. Sheriff, eh? Yeah, so I guess what we're going to go into is, like, tell us more about that. And, yeah, that sheriff, uh, your dad being a sheriff, actually, yeah. Yeah, I mean, growing up, it kept me honest, uh, especially being in a small town. I was kind of kind of afraid to, you know, do anything too crazy because, obviously, with him, and I knew a lot of his friends. Or, uh, so Was he the yeah. sheriff of Wilbur? Well, he's now he's a captain. He just got promoted two or three ah. years ago now, but he's definitely one of the higher ups that wouldn't wouldn't want to get on the wrong side of, especially now. So, but, have you ever been on the wrong side of the law? No, no, I've been I've been pretty yeah. good. If my parents are watching or listening, I <laughs> hope they'd say the same thing. But <laughs> you ever? I don't know. Did you ever think about uh being like your dad's like deputy or anything like that, working under him? Like, you know, I had kind of thought about it in high school a little bit but i definitely think he knew that there would be like bigger and better things and i think he's pretty happy with my yeah. career decision now so um i know i've talked with your dad about this uh, hey rich um he was on the sydney loof case um is that the yeah correct name yep yep he was that was a pretty long strenuous three-year four-year deal between both trials that he's been a part of worked very hard which is what i think kind of sparked the decision for him to get promoted i mean he did a lot of work stayed up a lot of hours he missed sacrificed a lot missed a lot of sporting events for us i mean it's you just can't really thank him and all those guys enough for what they did to bring that case to a close and mm. that's cool man no no i think it's just really cool to hear that from the perspective of uh the sheriff's son i mean that he was just continuing to pour and pour into that because we get such a negative uh connotation of the police sometimes and just to hear that side of things um for me um is awesome but yeah so i i haven't kind of going back to the how you were in high school you were doing just like hurdles or whatever and then you came to college started doing multis so like what what are all the events in multis again so indoor it's the 60 dash to long jump shot put and then high jump on day one then mm -hmm. day two you start off with the 60 hurdles pole vault and then fortunately the thousand meter run so yeah i guess which one which one of those events that you like didn't come in to college doing was the most challenging and which one has been also the most you know fun as well i would say to answer both of those questions has been pole vault really? i mean coming in pole vault i was thinking it was gonna be a hard challenge for me because obviously i hadn't done it before but like zero like zero practice zero practice zero. had no idea in high wow. school i kind of made fun of the pole vaulter sometimes <laughs> but look at you now yeah i say now i'm now i'm one of those kids but uh i mean it really is a fun event to once you can kind of get the hang of it but i'd i'd say it's definitely the most fun so far would you me. say you were a fast learner like with it or did it did it actually it, take time? It definitely took some time, you know, because getting your runway steps right to getting a good plant to doing whatever you can with your swing to closing off to over the bar stuff. It's just there's a lot to it that you kind of have to be somewhat good at. Like what Zach said, you kind of just have to be average at everything instead of really, really good at one thing to be a multi. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, people watch the pole vault and it looks cool, right? But there are so many things that happen, like in those like instants. It's like okay, plant swing, and um, so like, I guess we're on year four of pole vaulting, and 
I feel like we both just kind of like got through like a breakthrough in the vault after year four. Um, and there's been a lot of days for both of us, like I think I can speak that we're not happy with pole vault. Um, and it's just been, you know, it's just an event you can't expect just to come with your athleticism. Um, cause it's really, really technical. Yeah. I, it, and it's like with those finally having that breakthrough, finally getting all the things right. And, you know, one attempt, you know, cause usually it would be, if we would have a good plant, then everything else would kind of fall apart, whether it was trying to close off or getting over the bar, or maybe your plant was plant was not, you know, the greatest, but then everything else closing off was fine. But it, like we said, it's just a lot of technical stuff. You kind of have to kind of figure out along the way to kind of somewhat master it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Was Zach a, was Zach a good guy like to learn from throughout throughout this and i don't like, know if you, you learned guys... anything pull up from me i was gonna say <laughs> what what yeah no i mean i i mean i've known zach a little bit i mean i actually went to elementary school with him wow from preschool through second grade and then he said get he just told me to get lost so you know so who this to... guy was coming in oh yeah yep had a pretty good idea i mean my both my parents went to doe and my dad played football for ed okay. my, ed recruited him uh I, I knew him pretty well coming in. I was fortunate enough, like he said, we're roommates. Got to live in the house with him now for four years. Hasn't kicked me out yet. Uh, but I've I think definitely we've learned a lot from each other. We're definitely we definitely push each other a lot. We're both trying to beat each other, which helps push each other to be better athletes, yeah. better competitors. Um, but yeah, I, I've definitely learned a lot from him because. He definitely excels, like especially in the throws. He's helped me out in shot and disc and javelin a lot, and really just it's been nice getting to evolve as an athlete with him. Yeah, I like what you said there. It's like you guys are still trying to beat each other, but like you guys are still teammates at the end of the day, and that that's like that healthy competition that helps push everybody. And uh, I think you need that, wouldn't you say, Zach? I think that kind of breeds in like the workplace as well. Yep. Um, I mean, my mom's a principal and she would tell you she loves to recruit athletes um, because they are competitive and they want to outscore the third grade teacher that's uh, down the hall um, because that's just what they've been engraved to do. Yet uh, they can still like get together and like have a curriculum meeting or uh, try to achieve goals together. Um, So I, I think that's really probably one of the most like undervalued things about sports uh is the ability to like compete hard against somebody yet still uh like work towards the same goal together so well, it's yeah. kind of like football between the yeah. lines right yeah like you gotta yeah. leave it off the field because between those lines you gotta be a different person yeah you gotta have that kind of aggression uh we do have one from the text line i want to get to real quick and this one is for check uh unknown texture here zero eight seven zero what is your strategy in running the 1,000 or 1,500? <laughs> ever thought about moving to long distance? Uh, no, I have never, <laughs> never once thought about moving to long distance. Uh, it's unfortunately just one of those events you have to do just to get the multi over with. Um, <laughs> it's really just kind of, I don't even know. There, there really is just no preparing for it because you know it's coming. It's, it's never something that you're going to, finish right away and be like super happy you just did that but i mean honestly like what i do i just i try to get a decent little warm-up in try to take my mind off of it as much as i can but i mean at the end of the day it's just it's just a grueling run that i don't i don't know how mid-distance long distance do it but they deserve all the props in the world for doing it 
Zach, what's making you laugh right now? What's what's going through your head? So just as Chuck said, like there's events he's better at than me and that I've helped him in and like so forth. Um, there's been a lot of workouts that I've seen Chuck in a lot of pain because Chuck does not like to run long distances. No, I I hope there's no way people can see the times I've ran on this, but <laughs> there's been some there's been some pace workouts that I've done where I've I've went home right after and I've taken a good three hour nap after. I Actually, that much. if I recall right, after our our time trial 800 day, you went home and fell asleep for three hours. Yep, I missed the calf supper. I had to wake up out of bed as about 8:30 or so and yeah it was it was not a great afternoon night or next day but <laughs> those are the type of not like type of naps that you like don't know where you are you like wake up in a sweat yeah don't know if it's morning or night i, <laughs> I say i was well in my room it's those it's the... just totally dark so i when i looked at my phone i wasn't sure yeah. if it was 8 30 at night or if i slept through the whole night and it was already i was late to my 8 a.m but <laughs> i was just i was glad to be done with it that's so, awesome there's anybody that's on like the state uh building code uh we technically don't have a window in chuck's room but it's really dark so he sleeps well um but yeah no uh chuck so outside of track uh i know you're kind of a farm boy at heart um country boy yeah so you're a big farm sim guy mm, yes uh me <laughs> that's country <laughs> Oh yeah, Country countries countries you can get in the city, I suppose. But uh, no, I've I've played quite a bit, and me and my good friend Zach Turner, we've we've kind of gotten together on a world, and we've kind of got things going there. I'm 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 kind of excited for the future of that world. Do yeah. you think that you actually learn how to farm on Farming Simulator? It's definitely not realistic, but it's definitely fun. I I don't know if you know you could learn a lot other than you know pressing buttons which nowadays is what it's getting to be become but i'd say now it's yeah, i'd say the machinery is probably a lot easier to drive on there yeah and if you hit something it's not gonna break or anything you could worst you could do is just run it out of fuel so the yeah, tractor's not gonna break down in the field nope. or anything no nope. so. she's gonna go the whole time thank you man that's funny um yeah i'm not a never really played a whole lot of farming simulator how'd you get into that i guess that's like what Zach said. I kind of grew up around farming a lot. Um, I always enjoyed like being yeah. around machinery and yeah. running it and stuff. And so I, me and my brothers had kind of played around with it a little bit. But then I, once the newer version came out, I got that and I kind of got hooked. There you go. That's awesome. So I guess what. So he's also from thinking? Wilbur, um, home of the Czech Festival. Uh, Ooh, you yes. just want to give us like the rundown on what uh, the Czech festival is, Czech history. Are you Czech? I, on my mom's side, I'm Czech, but I'm German on my dad's side. Oh. My Z Worcester Zimmerman is German. There you go. I believe. I just have parents would have to correct me if I'm wrong, but let's just say it is. Yeah. <laughs> we'll say I'm right. Yeah. But uh, I mean, Czech days, it's always the first weekend of August. Usually it's always, it feels like the hottest weekend of August, but I mean, there's, I mean, there's like 50 vendors that come down. There's great food options, whether it's the Polish dogs with kraut. That's my personal favorite. They got gyro or gyro. I don't never knew how to pronounce that. I think it's gyros. Gyros. Okay. But they I'm have a great Nebraska kid, so I could be saying it yeah, wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think I am too. But the gyro van is pretty great. They got snow cones. Those always come in clutch on those hot days. Uh, Kalachis. 
kolaches, whether they're from the churches or from Frank Smokehouse. Uh, I believe Karpashek has them, but you can never go wrong with a kolache, especially on check days. I mean, I know uh, my church in Wilbur, the uh, whole church community is up at three in the morning and is baking hundreds of kolaches for check days. (laughs) And it, I mean, they take it pretty serious. It's it's a it's no joke for check days down there. I mean, there's thousands of people, and there's campers lined up down main or down the highway, quarter mile, half mile, and the Legion Park just gets filled. And there's just so many people, and it's it's always a great time. I was gonna say, do you have any idea how many like usually show up? Because I mean, the population of Wilbur is what like three thousand. It's I think two thousand is what it just recently was in 2020 with the deal but uh i would i would say there is around 75 to 100,000 people that show up between all the campers that come in and just people like from locally mm-hmm. or surrounding towns that come in i mean it, when i did the fbla duck and dumpling run mm-hmm. they would say like the people who travel the furthest there are people come in from Czechoslovakia that come in there's people i mean Massachusetts that come in, I think was the furthest one like in the country. But I mean, you're, you'll always find and legends too that come. I mean, Oregon basketball coach Dana Altman, he's Wilbur native. He usually you'll spot him at check days. He check. I believe he's their family's check. It's a great family. Dirk, Dana, uh, their nephew or Dirk's nephew, Lucas Albrecht was my basketball coach in high school. And it, it, it's great family. Wow. But yeah, there's, Lots of people and lots of great vendors and just lots of things to do at check days. What is like some of the, because we used to have like check days up in Yankton, South Dakota. And that's the only, I was really young, but I just remembered it for the food all the time. Food, food, food. I think there was like a check king too at the end. Is like, is there any of that going on? Yeah, they're, they do the check king, the queen, and there's the prince. And they bring in queens from all all different states that come in, like Wisconsin and oh, Kansas. Oh, so kind of compete, like yeah, a pageant almost? I, I think there's a pa- I've never been to one of the pageants. Okay. I know they do like a talent show, but I think they do like the queen pageant, like what you were saying. I be- I believe they do that. Okay. I didn't think we we're going to end up there, but it's got some information on check days and <laughs> yeah. farming simulator. Uh, nonetheless, this is the Doan Athlete Project. We got Mason and Zach both on the track team, as well as Guy on the Doan basketball team. So don't go anywhere. We got a couple more segments on the other side. We'll talk to you in a little bit. Back to the ticket weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, all right, all right. We are back. Uh, again, we got Chuck over here. This is a uh, 93.7 to ticket. Uh, this is running the race with a guy. That you, you good over there, I'm bro? good. I cannot get the headphones on. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it is. People treat those like a Rubik's Cube. Dude, they're throwing me for a twist. It's all right. We got <laughs> it now, though. But yeah, again, you can hit up the starter Heyman text line at 402-464-5685. Um, so yeah, basically how I want to start, you know, this little second part of the show is just kind of asking you guys how's your season going um you know kind of maybe in the middle close to the end of your indoor season so kind of just i guess both of you guys tell us how it's going yes we have the fred biley meet this weekend which is our big uh home meet um and there's a multi uh that chuck will be doing i'm waiting till the next week i uh, got a bursa in my knee so 
Uh, it's a little touchy to run wanna, on right now. You want to tell us how that happened? Oh, golly. Well, I don't know. I probably hurdled hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times in my life, and I was just hurdling, and all of a sudden, you're not athletic, and you trip over your feet, and you absolutely destroy a hurdle, and everyone's staring at you in the field house. So, I mean, it sounded like 20 hurdles fell 40 foot from the sky and just landed in one spot. That's how loud it was. I really don't know how I didn't break the hurdle. If but, Yeah, I mean. Kind of disappointing. I mean, it. it's like you're sprinting 20 miles an hour plus, and I just literally tripped over my own feet yeah. right into it. And my dang, my gang girlfriend's friends were making fun of you on your Instagram post. Yeah, I just can't so, catch a break. They're just on me about it. Shut up, Riley. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Chuck, how's it going for you? I'd say it's going good, both for myself and for the team. I mean, this last weekend, we had some guys put up some pretty pretty solid marks that's going to give us a pretty good shot at hopefully coming home with a conference title here in a couple of weeks. Uh, this point in the season, I mean, we're definitely on like the home stretch, I would say. Mm -hmm. We got this weekend and this next weekend at Concordia before we head up to Yankton for... Uh, the big conference meet. Um, yeah, I'd I'd say it's going, as of this last week, it's gone pretty good for yeah. now. It's the point, like in the year, where the training is really, really starting to back off. Mm. Um, and it's pretty much just stay healthy, yeah. and you may lose a little bit of, like, conditioning. Yep. Um, but the name of the game is just stay healthy and get to the meets healthy. Yeah. Uh, you can't score for your team if you're injured. So. Kind of like basketball, like in the summer and – during the offseason before games start, that's when you really do all your skills work and your training. And then during the season, you're really just kind of trying to maintain and make sure everything's good. You can't really add anything to your game. So that's kind of what you guys are doing right now. The training's backing off, but, you know, just trying to stay healthy. So, but as I'm, I'm kind of seeing, like, the theme here is, like, you guys are kind of, you know, going up at the right time. You guys are, uh, guys are setting records. Um, you know, people are getting A standard. Was it? Has it been like smooth sailing like that all season or has it, you know, tell me about that. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we're coming off, uh, the first year where we've ever not won a conference championship. Um, so naturally I've been on the program for the 22 years I've been alive. There's been a yeah. little more pressure, I think on the year to come home with a title, uh, just because, you know, if we do another year, it's like, damaging to kind of the culture that my dad has created and um mm -hmm. so you know the year uh there was definitely a few weeks there where we were starting to get concerned um just but the key is is just you have to keep trusting that you're going to peak at the right time and our guys uh thankfully and girls um have trusted what um our staff was doing and then all of a sudden this week it's like pr 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 um, and you start to see some other teams that may be overtrained early, um, starting to fall off, uh, get hurt. Um, so we're just very fortunate. I think that our coaches understand that we need to be good in a week in two weeks, um, and not for those, you know, first three yeah. meets of the year. Chuck? Yeah. I mean, I would definitely say like, even at this point, obviously we're not all a hundred percent there. We still got some guys dinged up, but uh, especially like early January, we had a meet canceled because of weather. I mean, that always hurts. Mm -hmm. But uh, I'd say after kind of having not 
performed to the standard the first couple of weeks. I mean, it wasn't bad by any means, but it was definitely good to have like a meet like we did this last Saturday at Concordia where we had some guys really step up and kind of put, pop off some great marks. I can I can really tell that you both are really you guys are looked at as leaders uh in that track program and actually Chuck I wanted to compliment you. I'm in the like little group chat, you know, and you sent like a message like a day before or something about the meet and uh you know, it seemed like you were pretty serious about this Concordia like last week's Concordia meet and you know, going into it and uh so like what kind of as being a senior like have you like kind of took it upon yourself like you know be more of a vocal leader yeah uh definitely so my old roommate Kalen Dockweiler he's kind of you know helped he's really helped me build me into kind of a lot of who I am because I, I we hung out a lot the first two years I was here he's a yeah. great great man you guys obviously both know him uh but I've I've been through some highs obviously we won the national championship freshman year outdoor through and then obviously some lows losing i think three conference championships now so i kind of know this like both sides of the story for down track and field right now mm. i've kind of been a part of it all i'd say for four years as much as you can uh but i definitely think like just being able to try and just get guys fired up and motivated to compete the mm-hmm. day of a meet or day before a meet just get them get their minds ready to go out and compete just know that they just need to go out and have fun with it and just let the marks come and go because yeah. there's either you can either learn from from it or you know yeah yeah i just want to throw out a quick uh compliment for chuck so uh we have five five elected captains um and not all five of those guys are like your studs that'll score a bunch of points every meet um, but one of the things that I think is helping our team this year, especially is we have guys in event groups like Chuck um, who are stepping up and taking on a role uh, to lead, even though they don't have like that. Uh, and um, so I think that's really what makes up great teams. And that's what's going to help maybe take us over the edge this year um, is that it's a team with a bunch of guys that are just trying to get towards the same thing. And there's not really any ego behind, like I'm a captain, like I should be the one being a vocal leader. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, it's like, uh, Chuck two weeks ago, standing up in our team thing. Um, and honestly giving everybody in the room probably goosebumps just because he's so passionate about the team and he just uh, wants to find a way. Um, to serve his team, whether that be uh, scooping somebody's driveway or uh, the first one to go help the girls mm. get a mouse out of their attic. So, yeah, I, I think it's things like that that make our team really special this year. That's so. awesome, man. Yeah, that's that's kind of those like culture thing, you know, obviously your dad is built, but, you know, when you have you like guys like you and especially probably so many others that, you know, do that leadership stuff, it, it helps the culture. and. Uh, reason why you guys are so good so i mean it comes down to a race that's not fun like the 800 or the thousand as chuck dislikes um it's a lot easier to get through those when you know you have to hit that time to score for your team um so that's like the greatest motivator i can think of yeah so i guess i mean like i said we're all kind of getting close with that being said like we're all close to the towards the end of our careers you know some even if we have a fifth year i mean 
eventually yeah. about this time next year we'll you know you guys might be done or mm-hmm. if you're maybe indoor you know it's just uh it's coming coming close to a you know a close for you guys and also me so what do you like what's that feel like you know since being an athlete you know your whole life and then in college like coming into like to an end like this how like what where's your guys mind at is there uh excitement for the future is there going to be some you know a little bit i don't know how are you guys feeling i mean it's obviously it's definitely going to be different you know because it's kind of just like you know just a set regular set schedule you know you'd show up in august you go to start going to your classes you start getting ready for the season throughout the fall and then mm-hmm. you get winter break you get to go home <laughs> sleep with your dogs all day watch yeah. tv uh then you get to come come back and start training get ready for the real deal and that's just how it's been four years especially at a place like Doan. it's it's going to be hard to leave when that time does come which yeah. like you said is going to be coming here before we know it but uh just gonna definitely enjoy these last few months that i have with all like especially like the seniors that i've gotten mm-hmm. to know these last four years um and then just get ready for that next step with hopefully a, like you said like getting a job here soon and yeah, getting to be a big boy yes sir yeah uh so i have a lot of eligibility left yet to see what we're gonna do with that how how many years so let's just like talk about just for funsies like how many years could you continue he'll he'll be a sophomore at age 28 yeah <laughs> not literally not literally uh i could be like 25 as a senior with go. my last year outdoor uh that'd be a total of like i would that is that eight seven yeah eight years yeah mm-hmm. there's a miami tight end that still got you beat at night he's getting his yeah match so season. i shouldn't feel that bad <laughs> no uh, yeah. actually the top two guys in the nation in the heptathlon are both over 25 and have kids and a wife. So I, that makes me feel a little bit better. But with that said, uh, I don't know if I'm, yeah, we can hear you. Okay. Perfect. You lose head, your headset? I'm good. I think I hit the volume button, but, uh, <laughs> with being hurt, um, we've talked about this before, but it's really gave me a chance to see who I am outside of track. And I've had the opportunity um just to grow with christ and um to say i don't need track anymore and that's mm. you know why i'm not necessarily afraid to be done with track at this point is because i've lived without it and been happy um and enjoyed my friends and all the people in my life uh so uh while that was not a fun two years uh three years of being hurt it has definitely prepared me to take on life after track so thank you man that's big time. What about yourself, guy? Yeah, so it's about the same as these guys. Um, it's very it's gonna be very re- weird, you know, not being able to, you know, play. Not not saying I can't continue to play basketball, obviously, but like I know since maybe I don't have something to work towards, maybe I won't be, you know, as motivated to go shoot anymore. Because that was always like one of the fun things I like doing. You know, uh, during the off season, you know, go shoot right after I get done lifting or something. And, you know, you could really just feel yourself getting better. And then like, but mm-hmm. now since I'm not going to be playing basketball anymore, I won't really want to spend my time doing that as much. I might do some like other type of cardio. I think, I think I'm just going to be kind of ready just to take a little break from the game, you know, but yeah. And then just get to work and all that's good stuff. So, Do you want to coach 
basketball then? Yeah, I would love to coach and teach. So, um, you have like an influential coach that's like made you want to coach, or was there a moment when you knew you wanted to coach? Yeah, I just think I had a lot of good coaches back in Centralia, uh, back in my hometown, and uh, that's just uh, either it was from like Pee Wee days or just uh, even my high school coach uh, Scott Humphrey. Uh, he coached me in basketball. Those guys have really helped me. So I just kind of want to continue that. So as a coach, what are uh, traits that you want to show your athletes? What are, uh, you know, kind of the things you want to live or die by as a coach? I just want to make sure that my, my players aren't like scared to fail and that I'm always going to support them and, you know, and love them. Obviously, you know, I'm going to have to like always make tough decisions. It's like, like maybe it's just like if maybe if players not hitting shots, obviously I might have to put someone else in who is. But I don't want to be a guy that you know they have to worry about. Oh, is coach going to take me out or not? Because I'm going to have faith in my players, and I'm always going to you know encourage them to keep trying to be the best player they can be each and every day. So uh, I want to not you know make them scared to play. Like I want them to play freely. Yeah, I think it's a good answer because I think there's probably one coach that most people can think of that maybe was coached a little too emotionally and they're they're kind of picking minutes players uh, through emotions rather than play. But nonetheless, we'll throw it to break here. We got one more segment on the Doan Athlete Project. We got Mike Mason, Zach, guy all representing Doan Athletics. One more segment. We'll talk to you guys in a little bit. Back to the ticket weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back into the Doan Athlete Project. We got Mason, Zach Guy, all representing Doan Athletes. And on the last segment, we kind of talked about, you know, some of those things that you may or may not miss as you get close to the end of your time here at Doan. Uh, I'm just curious, what are some of those things that you guys are truly going to miss? Maybe something underrated or even great memories you might have had. Can we get it started? I'd say, uh, gosh, there's a lot of good memories to choose from i'd i'd definitely say winning the national championship was probably the best memory i mean just the pure excitement on everyone's face and just like when we realized we won I mean, we tied but that was still, the one that ed was talking yeah. about right where it kind of got dragged out i, I can't yeah. remember explain that to me the, one more time it yeah because there was something with the marathon there was like a marathon guy that was either ineligible mm-hmm. or it was something weird with that i think he got deemed ineligible like after the year after they looked into maybe his eligibility status oh and then a shot obviously erases yeah. that and you got shot yeah up. yeah then we would have gone up one and won it outright but even if it's a tie it's still a national championship mm-hmm. and that's that's just something that you won't ever forget yeah but uh underrated i would say is probably stop day i I really like stop days. It's pretty much just a day, usually in April. It's typically a Tuesday, Wednesday, or a Thursday. It's just a random email you'll get at like 6 7 in the morning saying like, hey, don't students, it's stop day, which means there's no classes, no usually there's no athletics, but I think sometimes people still go in mm-hmm. and get stuff done if they feel like it. But I think coaches are pretty understanding with that. But they got their campus has so many events that they do and the uh, student congress or uh, mm-hmm. student council does a lot with that and yes there's like a canoe race sand volleyball horseshoes like free food from everywhere all day coming in 
um like don't pays for everything that day and it's just like everybody on campus gets together and celebrates the spring oh it's uh, gonna be one of the moments for you too then i'm sure oh yeah uh well i say that but the past two years i've had a, a decathlon uh the day after stop day um and it's not just gatorade usually that people drink on stop day so i have to refrain um for my athletic purposes yeah. um so that's made it a little interesting i went and got ice cream and watched a rom-com with guy last year yeah. actually because i was in a sling yeah. and in no shape to go around town uh but yeah i uh i think one of the things for me that's underrated on the track team is during the four by four we line um the curve of the track and it's like a student section during the four by four and we'll get out the trash cans and like this big like hammer and we'll like pound like boom 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 like go no <laughs> yeah. yeah and that's like uh, uh but yeah, so if you're on that team, uh, you're getting propelled off the curve. Uh, and it's just, you don't really see that in track, like where you have a student section ever. Um, and actually, at conference our sophomore, freshman year, um, the triple jump and the 5K were yet to run, or the 3K, and our whole team was lined up along the triple jump uh like clap like everyone clapping hundreds of people that's awesome you don't even do that in power five schools no it's insane how loud like especially towards the end of the meets because usually the last four or five like especially indoor conference meets we've had have come down to like the last two or three events where Mm -hmm. those points are just so crucial and it's just it, the atmosphere is electric and it's loud and it's it's really great especially when like what he said when we line up for those four by fours and everyone just goes berserk. Yeah. And I think we cheered every lap of the three K and that's a lot of laps indoors. Mm-hmm. Uh, so guy, uh, what's one of the underrated things about Dome that you love? I just think, I mean, it is called the most beautiful, uh, campus in Nebraska, but, um, that's probably just that I get to go to school there at a campus. That's so beautiful, has great teachers, uh, professors, uh, and, you know, I've made so many friends. Uh, I didn't expect that, actually. Like, I mean, I expected to make friends, obviously, but I didn't expect to love Doan as much as I have. And, uh, yeah, Doan's a, definitely an underrated uh, school to go to, and it was, like, the perfect uh, college for me. So there we go. So, yeah, but that's about all we have uh, for today. We would like to thank Chuck for coming on the show actually real us. quick we, yeah. did, we did get one more text just about oh, what we that. got what we got um i don't know if we can answer it some nicknames are named for good reasons those are bad yeah. ones why do they call you chuck uh so my older and you got brother, 20 seconds my older brother and my dad started it in high school pretty much it spread from there and then how it got to doan is like an upperclassman knew my brother because crete and wilbur are so close together and then from then, it's just spread go. like wildfire. And nobody yeah. knows him by Mason. No. <laughs> yeah, because I was calling him Mason over and over yeah. again. I was like, we better clear yeah. that up. Yep. That's going to wrap it up for us. Guy, I'll let you get us out of here. There you go. This was 93.7 The Ticket. Running the race with Zach and Guy. And Chuck Zimmerman, everybody. Woo!